Chris, I got some unfortunate news to report right away. Oh boy. This is this is not the greatest intro I'm ever going to make because I have to unfortunately announce it right away. Oh boy. Intern Earl's back. He's back. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have a Yeah, so then. so we all know who's producing this today then. So if <laughs> something goes wrong, we all know who to blame because Chris, I walk in and you know like how last week I described like that homeless man stench and how I was so happy it was gone and I got to like clean like the studio and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I walk in and immediately just reeked. He's already here. Sounds like Earl. Oh man, Earl. I mean, it, you, I gotta appreciate like the hustle that this man does for us. Where like he he always beats me here because I know you're stuck in New York right now, but. <laughs> like, Earl, my God, take a shower, please. <laughs> like, like we, like I have a house. I can lend you the shower really quick for like ten minutes if you need one that badly, man. <laughs> oh, oh, Earl. Listen, I'm happy he's back. Don't get me wrong. Like, I am happy that he's back because now, like, instantly, you and I, are the smartest people, are part of this podcast again. We're no longer the smartest and dumbest. You know what I mean? Exactly. All right, Chris. Well, you sound depressed. What's wrong? Who hurt you? Not depressed, baby. I'm ready to roll. A lot to You're talk right. about. A lot to talk about. All right. Well, wake up. Wake the hell up, then, Chris. <laughs> Come on. Earl, Earl's more awake than you today. Oh boy, Earl. Earl's like smiling ear to ear right now. Too funny. Gotta this, love Earl. This, this terrifying me. Uh, I have a feeling I know what direction you're gonna go in with this, but uh. What are you loving, and why was it Hank's um, retirement ceremony? <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I, I obviously I talked about it briefly last week, but um, just was it class act? Whether you're a Ranger fan or not, um, the hockey community respects Henry Lundquist and the accomplishments that he ha- that he did, and the type of person that he was off the ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, who does it better than New York? I mean, what what a retirement ceremony <laughs> it was, man. Um, I've seen retirement ceremonies at like giant games, and there's no comparison to get your uh, get your number retired at MSG. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing like it. So um, it was just a it was a great day as a Ranger fan. Um, tough loss, but um, it was overall just a great great day. Yeah, and, we love uh, that. There were a couple of tears shed for sure. Hey. <laughs> Listen, man. I think a lot of people were. I personally didn't get get a chance to watch. I watched. I watched it afterwards, like on YouTube or whatever. It was a great ceremony. It was. But um, you know, I, I'm new. I'm you know, I'll expose myself. I'm new to hockey still. I didn't really start watching until like the 2018, 2019 season. So like, obviously, I missed out on you know, I, I'll say like the prime Hank years. But I know he yeah. was a he, he was a big deal. I knew who. Yeah, like I'm not like he, an idiot, idiot. Like I knew who like the big names in hockey were, like Henry Lundqvist, Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, and stuff like that. But like, I knew who he was. I knew he was a big deal. Yeah, just a big deal. Um, I got real close to winning multiple cups. I'll be lost some tough ones with him. Um, I wish we could have got my cup, but um, you know, just 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 a huge part of my uh, childhood and definitely you know, the one goalie I went from. I remember Victor a little bit. For a couple of years, and then we got Lundqvist, and then now I'm spoiled. I have Igor, so pretty lucky when it comes to goaltending. Yeah, sure. you've been lucky. <laughs> you've certainly been lucky. Yeah, 
Um, what I'm loving today, um, this was quite the wild week to be a Boston sports fan. Um, it was. This was quite the wild week. Um, you know, we all start off, which we'll get into it oh, a little bit. So, Chris, you, you got your thoughts. Um, David Ortiz elected into the Hall of Fame to start off the week. Then, you know, really nothing else. Celtics, you know, they, they put together, they looked like a kind of put together basketball team this week. So that was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the Bruins did something, you know, we'll, we'll talk about them. Um, and then there's the Patriots. Obviously their season came to an end, but you know, these, uh, these speculate, I'm going to, I'll say it because it's not unofficial for now, but these speculations about, uh, retiring, um, you know, obviously if these speculations are true, childhood's officially over, like officially yeah. over, like officially over. over. And you know, even, even for you, Chris, it's over because we all grew up with Tom Brady. Yeah. That's how can, we all, how can we, you not? We all did. Uh, we're going to hold off on a Brady tribute for now. Just, be, just because it's not a fit. Yeah. Just, but we're going to say it out there. There are speculations per Adam Schefter of ESPN Again, Adam Schefter, ESPN, that Tom Brady is going to be retiring and that we have seen the last of the GOAT take the field, which that, that even just saying that out loud, Chris, that's just still sad to me right there. It is. Um, yeah. So for now, we don't know what he is for now because he's actually, this is funny. So while all this like breaks, Chris, I'm I'm just saying you have no idea because like not a lot of people did. I saw it on Twitter from uh, someone in Boston media. He's actually on vacation right now. It's the funniest thing. He's yeah. he's he's out of the country right now. I'm assuming he's in Brazil um, with Giselle and her family. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens with this. This is quite the story to be leading up into you know super, into Super Bowl week and Pro Bowl week and stuff like that. So we'll we'll we see. We'll... Yeah, we shall see. All right, so that's that's what I was loving today, being a Boston sports fan. Shocker. Um, shocker, shocker. All right, let's talk about – oh, why did I delete that? Oh, why did oh, – Earl, this is somehow your fault. Um, let's talk about – let's get into baseball real quick. We actually got something to talk about with baseball, Chris. Believe, yeah, all, it, or, believe it or not. The joke of – baseball is becoming more of a joke of a league. <laughs> so, David Ortiz – was the only person elected to uh, the Hall of Fame this year. First, first time on the ballot. Um, MLB has the dumbest Hall of Fame like voting ever. Um, I'll flat out say it now. You need to get seventy five percent of the vote to to be to um, become Hall. Of Fame. First of all, this is this is just asinine that Ortiz got seventy seven point nine percent of the ballots. First of like first of all, that's ridiculous. He got under eighty percent. Are you kidding me? After all he did, after all he's done for the game and all the numbers he put up in all home runs and hits and stuff like that. But it's more of a joke that Barry Bonds got 60. Um, Roger Clemens got 65.2%. Kurt Schilling got 58.6%. And I think the biggest joke of all, Sammy Sosa got 18.5%. And all of them were in their final year of eligibility with the writers. So, therefore, now they got to rely on the, it's the Veterans Committee, which that's also very tough to get in through them. So, 
Roger Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and Sammy Sosa, Kurt Schilling, they're all not going to be Hall of Famers, which I think is the absolute dumbest thing. Because when you tell the history, when you tell the history of baseball, you literally cannot. You literally have to mention really all four of them in a way. And the fact that they're not Hall of Famers, such a joke. Like the MLB, they need they need to fix this because this is the reason why. Like, honestly. A lot, like a lot of Red Sox fans, are gonna watch the Ortiz enshrinement. That's it, though. Baseball fans will probably not watch this because they're that upset that Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, and Sammy Sosa are, are all not in the Hall of Fame, especially Barry Bonds, the home run. I just don't get it, Chris. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong, Matt. I do believe Dave Ortiz should be in the Hall of Fame. Good mm-hmm. for him. But he was listed on that Mitchell report for someone who did steroids, even though he never so-called got caught. He mm-hmm. was on that list. With, you're you're with correct. The, with the five others that did get caught and get, did get tested that day. So I think it's an absolute joke. Um, I think they all should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, us growing up as baseball fans, you know, we, were, we, we grew up during the steroid era. And, you know, it, enhanced them a bit, but it wasn't the only reason why these guys were putting up those numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it was a lot more for recovery purposes and stuff like that. Um, like you say, like, how do you tell the story of baseball without having these guys in the Hall of Fame? And then you, you look in the Hall of Fame and you have Bug Sealy in the Hall of Fame, who was the commissioner at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 like I said, I texted you. I was I – was, Absolute joke. Um, it really makes me want to hate baseball and not want to watch. Obviously, I will watch, but it's mm-hmm. just well, assuming a season um, happens. <laughs> I, I think I think these players at this point don't even care. You know, the Hall of Fame is is a fucking joke at this point. That, it, that, it is. That, that's what I'm going to leave it at. It's a joke. It is because why why are we depending on random writers to <laughs> put it in and not just like like a committee? Like I get it. I guess the writers can't be a joke. I get it. The writers can technically be a committee, but like. But still, like, just the thing that I just don't like is that they were. Here's the thing: they're like, "Oh yeah, Barry Bonds doesn't deserve it because he was, you know, took roids." Kurt Schilling doesn't deserve. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't put Kurt Schilling in. Uh, Roger Clemens, same thing. Sammy Sosa, same thing. Um, yeah, like you said, Chris Ortiz did pop up on a 2003 report that, by the way, was never intended to be public. So. It look looks bad. It looks bad that they put Ortiz, put the other ones in. Really As bad. for Ortiz himself, we do need to give this man a lot of credit. This is a ten-time All-Star and a seven-time Silver Slugger winner. Over his career, he hit two eighty-six, three eighty, and a five fifty-two, hundred hundred a four a one forty-one OPS, five hundred and forty-one home runs, seventeenth all-time in that. 632 doubles, the 12th all-time in that. 1,768 RBIs, 23rd all-time. Uh, 2,472 hits, and he took 1,139 uh, walks, both tied for the 41st of all-time. Uh, he had 10 seasons of at least 100 RBIs, finished in the top five of uh, American League MVP voting for five straight 2003 to 2007. And he finished his career leading the majors in OPS 1021, and he was sixth in MVP voting 
in the at the age of forty in twenty sixteen. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just a ridiculous. Those are just ridiculous it's, stats. Like right I there. said, don't get me wrong, belongs to the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. but I think it's a joke that he got in on his first try and these guys didn't get in and on ten tries. Yeah, that that's where I am with that as a non-biased fan here. Yeah, no, and you you're fair to feel like that because. If someone again who pops up on a report is in a PED report is in, why isn't everyone else getting in that you know should be going in? Yeah, you're you're, you're right on that. I would you know probably they're never going to fix their Hall of Fame voting process. They're never going to do it. But no. like I wish they would. I wish they would because you know fans would actually be like more excited every year for the Hall of Fame it, because it's a you know because like next year there are no Red Sox available in the. Or not the MVP, the Hall of Fame voting. You can guarantee all our Red Sox fans are going to care. Can guarantee, it's only if there's someone on your team. That's really who cares. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. God. Look at the MVP pissing us off. Look at, look at MLB pissing us off. I don't know why I keep saying MVP. Look at, the, look at the MLB annoying us, which, by the way, they're still locked out, by the way. That's why we haven't really been talking about them, uh, for those of you who've been wondering. Um you know, they still got the lockout going on. So, you know, there's the uh, spring training is coming up soon. Might not even happen. We'll see. On time, at least. Um, they've I met a few so. times, the MLB and the MLBPA. But, like, obviously, nothing's come up, come even close of a deal, apparently. So, apparently, the, the two are very far apart still on what they, what they each want. So, you know, this looks like this is going to spill over potentially spring training and potentially the season if they don't, you know. Figure this out soon. Yeah, they better get together quick. <sighs> no, for real. <laughs> um, NHL Sharks. Uh, Chris, you were getting on me. You, you and Chris Jones got on me two weeks ago for not being a believer in them. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to being not a believer in them. Um, here's the thing. They are on a East Coast road trip right now. It wraps up tomorrow night against the Lightning. Lightning, by the way, beat the Sharks 7-1 in San Jose, so I can't wait to see how this goes. Um, here's how the road trip has gone so far, Chris. It was, it was just a quick four-game road trip. Uh, the 26th, uh, they're in Washington to play You know your, fav- your favorite team, the Capitals, which I texted you that night, Chris, by the way. Hey, let's brew for the Sharks tonight. Yeah. <laughs> And you asked me why, and all I said was Tom Wilson. And you were like, yep, we're rooting for the Sharks tonight. <laughs> well, right. Chris, well, Chris, I can happily report it worked. Uh, they won 4-1 to one in this game. This was a uh, this was a fun one to watch. Uh, I was watching a little bit. I, I, you know, I caught the highlights of this one just because it's tough to watch <laughs> Sharks games on the East Coast, obviously. Um, goals were from Andrew Coligno, Jonathan Dolan, Noah Gregor, and Nicholas, um, that's a fun last name to pronounce. Uh, Malochi, sure, let's go. That's probably not right at all. So, 4 1 was the final. Um, Chris, you're probably wondering why the heck did you actually text me to root for the Sharks, right? Are you still confused by this? I, it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a so I have a, I have a friend who's a Capitals fan. I had a side bet with her on the side. Um, and I won, so I didn't have to do what I had to do. But she had to tweet out her love for the Sharks. She had to do, do a couple spoonfuls of hot sauce because she hates hot sauce. It was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, and, yeah, it was great. Um, 
So here I am thinking, oh boy, maybe maybe they'll do well on this road trip. They go to Florida, take on Joe uh, Joe Thornton and the Panthers for the first time since Joe left San Jose. By the way, we go to overtime against arguably one of the best teams in hockey, and we lose five to four. I can't complain. I really can't complain. Dolan had another two goals in this one. Hurdle had one. Nito had one, and Sharks looked good. Unfortunately, the, uh, the 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 Panthers also looked good. Unfortunately, in that game. So it is what it is. Um, and then they go to the Hurricanes, they lose 2-1. to one. So I'm just expecting another loss tomorrow night against the Lightning, just because Lightning, Lightning are probably going to smoke us. You're still in the thick of things, and, you know, that's all you can ask for as a, as a fan. They are containing, you're right. Uh, the road yeah. ahead um, for the Sharks. They got the Oilers on, the fourth, on um, February 14th, which, by the way, screw the Oilers. Um, you and I could probably agree on that one. Screw them for what they did. Yeah, um, we're not even gonna get into that. We're not even. We're not even gonna get into <laughs> it. But uh, can agree on that. Um, yeah. They got the Canucks, Canucks on the seventeenth, and then they got the Knights on the twentieth. So next four games, two-two split potentially. Um, so you know, one can only hope. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on with the Sharks. What's going on with the? Uh, with the Rangers, other than you bawling your eyes out over Heinrich Lundqvist, yeah, they lost two. They lost. They went. They hit a little slump where they lost two. Uh, two. <laughs> a little um, slump. Yeah, and, uh, unfortunately, Adam Fox got hurt, so he'll be back after the break. But uh, the, the thing with this team, they really just need to get healthy. Uh, after the break, we should get Fox back. Uh, who else is hurt? Kako and Flip Ch- Chickalier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, we're still playing well. Uh, we won last night after almost blowing the game. Uh, we played terrible, but we won the game. Another two points. Hey, a win's a win. Yeah, they play Florida Tuesday, and then we get the two-week Olympic break. So, Well, well there, is, there is no, like, Olympic break. They, well, they feel yeah, bad. well, they still have the two weeks off. True. So, it's basically like a – They got, like, like 10 tw- days off, I think. It's or like a nice like 10 to 12-day break yeah. for uh, them to get healthy and – um. I'll be interested to see what they do for the trade deadline because we're definitely going to be buyers. Mm-hmm. But uh, this team's a playoff team. It's just a matter where they uh, finish. Yeah, I like that. Um, for the Bruins, for you Bruins fans out there who listen to us, uh, you guys played the Ducks on uh, the 24th and lost 5-3. to three. You played the Avalanche where Taylor Hall decided to give Nathan McKinnon a concussion. And um, you guys lost to the Avalanche four to three. So, in the words of Chris, a little bit of a slump right there. Uh, went to Arizona and won two to one. Very nice. And then you played the Stars yesterday and did not look like a hockey team at all. Uh, six to one was the final in on that one. That was a yikes for the Bruins. That was that. That's a yikes. That's their worst loss of the month right there. That's just a yikes. Actually, that's not their worst loss in the month. Worst loss has probably been to the Hurricanes, right? Or Right, yeah, seven one, yeah, that's bad. That was bad. This was bad. This was great to watch, though, because as not a Bruins fan, this was fantastic to watch. Games going on at the same time that I was a little more uh, interested by at the time. You know what I mean, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> so we love seeing the Bruins uh, not doing well. Yeah, we do. We love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. It's. I mean, it just brings me great joy. I know, Chris, you know, again, it must be weird for you hearing someone from, you know, the state of uh, Massachusetts be like, wow, they don't like the Bruins. Yeah, a lot. Of, they're all about the bees up there. <laughs> it's, uh, 
It's great. It's great not being a Bruins fan up here. I I get reminded often of why I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> oh God! If only you saw the the abuse I had to go through in college, Chris. Whenever I, I saw him, yeah, dude, it was, it was bad. But you know what? I, you know what I could have used when I was taking uh, all the 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 the, uh, the verbal attack. You know what I could have uh, used? I'm not sure. I could have used an exogun. So I got oh, some good news for us. Definitely. If you know. If College Me had known that the Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by Exogun, would have been great. Yeah, uh, so, Chris, do you ever do you ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? For sure. Well, get your massage while having to leave the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail, and put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful by the pros to deliver in the ultimate recovery. Like I just said, you can use it for percussion therapy. I know what you're thinking, Chris, with that Curry College education. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid concentrating pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Here comes the important part. Get 10% off of your order with the code CGS10 at checkout. This comes with a charger and a carrying case. So go on out there today, go get yourself an exogun and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. Excellent stuff there. Excellent stuff there as always. We love our we love our friends over at Exogun. I was using mine I was actually using mine like last night during the during the games because I was I was getting getting a little stressed watching these games last night. <laughs> and uh man, it works. That's all I gotta say. Is yeah, that, it works. <laughs> I, I use it every day. It's great. Uh, speaking of great, uh, Villanova Wildcats, the basketball team, they look great. Um, they, they had themselves a week. Uh, they played DePaul on Tuesday. They won that one. Um, 67 to 43 was the final in this one. Uh, uh, top score in this one was... My guy, Justin Moore, uh, 16 points, three rebounds, one assist. Colin Gillespie had 14 points, 32 minutes. Jermaine Samuel, uh, 8.7 rebounds, one assist. Uh, Eric Dixon, 11 points, 10, 10 rebounds, so double-double for him and two assists. Yeah. When you're playing a team like DePaul, you, you got to beat them. <laughs> got to beat them. got to take they, care of business. And they took care of business. And then, like I said last week, Chris, you know, they played St. John's. Um, Villanova did. Yeah. Beat them. Uh, 73 to 62. Again, Colin Gillespie. Another big day for him. Uh, 17 3 0. Uh, Caleb Daniels, 15 5 1. Jermaine Samuel, 2 3 1. What the heck? Was, uh, quiet game for him. Eric Dixon, 15 and 7. Um, you got to take care of business against St. John's, and that's what they did. Villanova's now number 14 in the nation for now, 17-5 and five on the air. Love to see it. What's going on with Duke? Uh, they won two straight. Um, that's from, interesting. Uh, yeah, they won two straight. Um, we're starting we to get healthy again. Um, Keels is practicing today. I actually read a tweet, so that's good. Um, and they got a big game tonight versus Notre Dame with uh, for at Notre Dame, so it's another big road test. They need to take care of that tonight. And then mm. they got uh, they got a big one with UNC coming up, so they they got a big uh, a big stretch of ACC games coming up. And um, 
I think come tournament time, they'll probably be in the ballpark of a number two seed. You think but, so? Um, you think that's what yeah. they're bound for, a number two seed? I believe so, yeah. And um, like I've been talking about, the emergence of A.J. Griffin it just keeps getting better and better each game. And um, they're going to be – he's going to be phenomenal come come March. And um, Jeremy Roach, since Keels went out with injury, has – stepped up big time and if he can play like that when kills comes back then this team is going to be very hard to stop I'd love to hear it all right <laughs> yeah their biggest problem is just they got to just limit their turnovers when they don't turn the ball over they tend to do pretty good yeah can't can't uh you know turnovers are bitch to deal with yeah all right Celtics Chris I know you don't like talking about the Celtics so you don't want to talk about you don't have to, but I will. They played the Kings on Tuesday. They beat them 128 to 75. That's a beatdown right there. That yeah. is a beatdown right there. That's something that the Celtics should do, and they did. You love to see it. Then they played um, on Friday. They lost Let 108. Yeah, you know, they lost 108 92. There we go. Celtics losing the game that they shouldn't lose. There we go. There they are. And then the Pelicans, they lose. They beat the Pelicans by 10, uh, 107-97. Um, they got a test. They got a test tonight. They got the Heat tonight. Then they got the Hornets on Wednesday. Then they go to uh, Detroit on Friday. And then Sunday, they, uh, they're they in Orlando. Um, so a little, little bit of a little – should be a 3-1 stretch here, four-game stretch right here. Uh, maybe two two Hornets. Hornets are a sneaky good team as well. Um, sh- they should beat Detroit. They should beat Orlando. Miami. We'll see. This is this is gonna be a hell of a game tonight. I think. Yeah, they they're just so inconsistent. Um, <laughs> just waiting for them to like maybe be like six games above five hundred, but I don't think we'll get there. Probably not. Um, other news in the NBA. Um, Ben Simmons, he's in the news again. Our favorite guy in the world, right, Chris? Ben Simmons. Um, Trade rumors. The uh, the the Sacramento Kings told the Sixers, "Thanks, but no thanks." Um, <laughs> so now, as the trade deadline approaches, you got to start thinking: Do teams start pulling out of the Ben uh, Simmons sweepstakes and just be like, "Yeah, we'll try our luck in the off season," or? Or what? Because Stephen Stephen A brought something some, brought something up that was interesting to me. Um, he doesn't think that this is Daryl Morey's uh, fault. He thinks this is the owner's fart, uh, fault. Fart, geez, fault because because um, believes that I forget who the owner of the Sixers is, but he believes it's ownership telling Daryl Morey do not trade Simmons. Like you know, you cannot make you because we need Simmons here. But Daryl Morey is ready to move on from him. So uh, both parties need to move on. Um, mm-hmm. You're not going to get Max Valley for him because mm-hmm. he's not he's not playing. And the headache of the attitude that comes with training for that player. But yeah, um, yeah both parties need to move on. And I agree with your point there. Um, it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think another interesting comment, um, what came from uh, Shaq this week. Shaq just like just went on a rant on. Um, on Ben Simmons, basically calling like a crybaby, says, um, you know, he needs to get over himself. You know, obviously, he's removing the fact Ben Simmons did say he's taking a break from mental health issues, which, you know, we don't want to, 
We don't want to be. We Chris and I also don't want to come off as making fun of him for that. Obviously, mental health is a serious thing. We don't want. We don't want to come off as us making fun of him for that. That you know, we 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 said it back when he uh, when Simmons even said he's taking a mental health break. We hope he's all right and he finds the help that he needs. Um, but Shaq basically he um, this is he, he called him a crybaby and basically said that. Uh, what else did he say? What else did Shaq say? Let's see. This is this is the exact quote that um that Shaq that Shaq said. He said, "I stay on big guy. I stay on big guys because I care about them. I want them to play a certain way. I want them to be on a certain level." The difference between Embiid and his soft partner Simmons is that he can take criticism criticism without being a crybaby. And he still wants to play. Me and Charles, we've been on Embiid and we stay on him. Uh, Charles, as in Charles Barkley, uh, we told him to his face what he needs to do. He didn't cry. He said. He didn't say I want to get traded. He didn't complain about the mistreatment, and that's the difference. And that's why I like and respect him. The other guy, I don't respect him. This, you know, this, this, uh, he, this, this went viral, obviously, because Shaq just absolutely laid a new one into, into him. And Simmons, do you agree with what Shaq's saying, though? Do I agree with what Shaq said? Yeah. Do you like? Do you agree with it? That like you know that there's like um, partially. Yeah. Yeah, the thing, the thing kind, about of, NBA, kind of in the same boat. They all, all those guys like just Shaq, um, mm-hmm. Oak, Shaq Oak, Barkley, Barkley. They just love to talk too much. Analysis <laughs> in the game, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> here's my, it was my, here's my thing on that, and then we'll move on to the other NBA thing. Um, the thing about Shaq and uh, Chuck is that they played in a completely different era of what the NBA was back then and what it is now. Um, you know, there were tough fouls back then that were not called compared to, you know, the littlest thing will get called today. Um, and the other thing too, that he's referring to, you know, like uh, Embiid, like being a cry, not being a crybaby. Here's the thing. If Embiid doesn't get something his way, he's, he'll, he'll sound off about it. That, that's no lie right there, but. Agreed. You know, a lot, a lot of players are like that, but did he? Uh, but obviously, we don't know what Shaq and Chuck are saying if they're even if they're even talking to him. I'm assuming they are, and yeah. you know, Embiid's having an MVP season, so we'll 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 see if he can continue it uh, going on in the second half and stuff like that. But exactly, mm-hmm. time will tell with with all that on that mm-hmm. NBA All Starters, All Star starters, they were announced the other night uh, in the East. Uh, Kevin Durant is your captain, and then you got Giannis, you got you got Embiid, you got Trey Young. Um, a little bit of a question mark with Trey. A lot of people thought maybe it would have been Zach Levine instead, um, but Zach Levine's definitely a reserve. Um, in the West, uh, LeBron, no surprise, is the captain. He's always the captain. Uh, then you got Jokic, you got Steph Curry, you got John Morant, and you got Andrew Wiggins. Oh man, this the, the internet was had a lot of opinions on that one. Uh, what do you think, wow. Chris? What do you I think? think? He's having a good season. I don't feel it's a big hype. I don't know about starting, but he's definitely deserving of mm-hmm. being in the All Star game. What do you think? I say he was borderline in the sense of like if he made it good for him. If not, I'm okay with it. Yeah, he's um, having a good. He's having a good season. He's having a great season. Warriors yeah. having a great season in general. Yeah. Um, so those are your stars. The reserves will be coming out soon. Uh, obviously, Chris and I will give our thoughts on that when that comes out. Yeah, I mean, that, the All-Star game, I don't even pay attention to, Matt. It's a joke. I, I enjoy the dunk <laughs> contest and the three-point contest and the skills thing more. 
That's honestly that's what I watch too. If I'm being honest, All Star yeah. Game, like I'll pay attention to it, but like it's not like something where like I need to watch. Me too. If it, if, if I have time and it's on, I'll, I'll watch it. But I I could care too. I could care less about <laughs> any type of All Star Game in any sport. Exactly. Um. So Chris, before we get into the NFL, because we're we're gonna need some energy talking about the NFL. We're gonna yes. need to bring it right here to close it out. Chris, do you ever feel unable to focus? You're tired, or you? Yeah, sometimes. Dude, I get that feeling. I understand it so well that the Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a gamers for gamers. <laughs> All their flavors, jeez, <laughs> oh, Chris. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. That is a long sentence. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you a high energy boost while you need it the most, ensuring the fact that you will avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head on over to shockedenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN for 10% off of your order. Check out their green, their green apple flavored box, or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and don't worry, they will ship to you worldwide. That's right, uh, Mister Three Hundred Five. Um, <laughs> so, get, going out there today, go get yourself uh, shocked energy, and let us help you help gain help you gain back your focus and energy. My Good God, stuff. Good stuff. Great stuff, right there. Great stuff. The NFL was some great stuff again this weekend. We have our two Super Bowl teams first. In the AFC, between the Bengals and Chiefs, this game did not – this game looked like it was going to be a blowout by Kansas City. Choke um, job. Yep, they, they, were, they were up 21-10 to 10 at the half. 21-3 to 3 at one point. I, I, An I, absolutely I, choke job. And then in the second half, here come the Cincinnati Bengals. Score 11 points in the third quarter. Uh, both teams got a field goal in the fourth quarter. And then in overtime, Evan McPherson sends the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. Handsome, sexy, whatever you want to call him, Joe Burrow in his second season with the Bengals is off to the Super Bowl in the AFC Championship game. He goes 23 for 38, 250 yards, threw two touchdowns, also threw a pick. Joe Mixon in this game, 21 carries and 88 yards. Your top receiver in this game was T. Higgins, six receptions, 103 yards, average 17 yards per catch. Jamar Chase, the offensive rookie of the year, six receptions, 54 yards, one touchdown. Samaj P. Ryan was the other um, was the other touchdown for Joe Burrow. Uh, the Bengals defense looked like horrible crap in the first half, and then in the second half. They shut down Patrick Mahomes and that explosive Kansas City offense and only give up a field goal. Um, for this game, Mahomes went 26 for 39, 275, three touchdowns and two picks. Uh, their leading rusher was Derek McKinnon. A little bit of a, uh, of a career resurgence for him uh, this year with the Chiefs. 12, uh, 12 carries, 65 yards. Top Kelsey, 10 receptions, 95 yards. Bengals defense came to play in the second half, and man, th- man, did they need it! Yeah, what do you think? Bro? It was a choke job by the Chiefs. You absolutely love to see it. Uh, you know, Cincinnati is off and running to LA to go to, to be in the Super Bowl. They are one of the last teams that I would have thought back in Week One that they would have been in the Super Bowl this year. 
You love yeah. to see it. You love you, you love it. In the yeah, NFC. I mean, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I was going to say it was just an absolute choke job to score three points in the second half. Mm-hmm. But you love and, seeing uh, the Chiefs and, lose. And Andy Reid got outcoached in the second half, too. He did. He did. He loves seeing the Chiefs lose, though. So no more horrible TikToks from Jackson Mahomes. Dealing with Brittany Matthews. Thank the Lord. Um, and yeah, the Chiefs go home without a championship. That's what you love to see. In the NFC. Between the Rams and the 49ers, this game, again, got good in the fourth quarter. In the end, the Rams end up prevailing 20-17. to 17. Matt Stafford is going to his Super Bowl. Odell's going to his Super Bowl. Sean McVay, the hot coach himself, is going to his Super Bowl. Uh, sexy uh, sexy uh, Cooper Cup is also going to his Super Bowl. And unfortunately, a sexy, a sexy man, Jimmy G, is going to go home empty-handed here. Uh, our friend Jimmy G in this game, 16 of 30, 232. Uh, two touchdowns and one pick. Leading rusher in this game, Debo carries 26 yards. Leading receiver in this game, Debo Samuel, four receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. He averaged 18 yards per reception. For the Rams, Matt Stafford, 31 of 45, 337, two touchdowns, and a pick. Leading rusher, Cam Akers, 13 reception, uh, 13 carries for 48 yards. And then Cooper Cup, my God, he balled Monster. out in this he balled out in this game. 11 receptions, 142 yards, average 12.9 yards per catch, two touchdowns. Um, your boy Odell, nine receptions, 113 yards in this game as well. Chris, where do we start with this one? <laughs> uh, Cooper Cody Lee, uh, happy for Stafford, uh, thrilled for Odell. Um, you really mm-hmm. see him return too. You know, uh, you know, he got hit late and one of those nice catches he had. The old Odell would have tried to fight or would have got a 15-yard penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, maturity. And uh, the Duke is still playing. He's going to be a big part of that Rams team for a while. He ain't mm-hmm. going anywhere. And, you um, think the Rams bring him back? Yeah, they wouldn't be in the Super Bowl without him and Von Miller. And mm-hmm. with a lot of the cap space they got coming off with dead cap, they have plenty of money to sign those guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this I'm rooting for the Rams. Uh, like I told you a couple weeks ago, I had I had money on them to win it when the playoffs started, so that would be a nice payout. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good Super Bowl. Um, uh, I think way, this is gonna be a great Super Bowl. Either way, it's great. You know, they're playing at their home stadium. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny we go 54 Super Bowls without a home team like actually hosting, and now we go back to back too. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty wild. Um, well, you know. For the 49ers, hell of a run by them in the playoffs. It's hell of a run. And they almost even went to the Super Bowl in this game. Um, yeah, nothing to be ashamed of. And they should they should be okay moving forward. We'll, is this the we'll last see what they we, do. Is this the last we see Jimmy G in a 49er uniform, do we think? <sighs> Dicey. It might be. I don't think it should be. He deserves better. Mm-hmm. But uh, say what you want about Jimmy G. The dude wins games and players seem to play for him. Mm-hmm. I love playing for this guy. Because here's, here's, the, here's the thing with this one. Like, yeah, Jimmy G, he's not the world's greatest quarterback. He finds ways to win games. Obviously, he got a lot of criticism after that Green Bay game because he didn't really do much. This game, he actually did. He did, you know, a lot. Two, <clears throat> again, 232 and two touchdowns. Granted, that pick that he threw might have been one of the ugliest picks I've ever seen. Yeah. But, you know, he's trying to make a play at that point late in yeah. the game. He was trying to make a play, didn't work. It was, you know, it was an ugly play that he made. Um, yeah. But you know, Jimmy G, Jimmy G in this game. Um, I mean, 
He got two touchdowns, 16 for 30, 232 yards. Can't no, um, that drop interception was huge. Changed the whole game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward with him. Do they bring him back on like maybe a two-year friendly mm-hmm. deal? But, you know, he might want to be getting paid too. So, we'll mm-hmm. see. So, we will see. So, the Super Bowl is set. It is the Bengals and Rams. We're going to save our thoughts for that next week because we yep. unfortunately Prediction. have to. We need a week of research for that. Oh, God, yeah. We need a lot of research for that one. I'll be, giving, um, I'll be giving some prop bets that I like too. Oh, years. I like. Oh, I like that yeah. a little bit of betting. All right, I like. Yeah. That. Um, other news in the NFL because believe it or not, wasn't just the conference games that you know everyone was talking about. Um, the Broncos they hired Nathaniel Hackett, Packers offensive coordinator, as their next head coach. Does this secure Rogers coming to Denver? Do we think? It definitely makes it intriguing. We'll see. Uh, the Bears they did they. Um, and they hired Matt Eberfluss, the Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator. Uh, the reason yeah. why I say that this is a dumb, they should have hired an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah, weird hire for them, especially with a young Justin Fields. I don't get it. <laughs> because the Bears' defense is pretty good already. Yeah, they, got a, they, got a, they got a solid defense. They do. Why would you bring in a defensive-minded coach for an offense that needs help? Yeah, weird. We'll see. Uh, the Your Giants – they brought in Brian Dable from uh, Buffalo, the offensive coordinator. Chris, are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited. And uh, I actually watched his press conference today at 10 o'clock right before we uh, got on to recording. How do you sound? Uh, sounds good, man. I mean, dude just sounds like a breath of fresh air. The opposite of Joe Judge. You know, he's not really making all these promises. Mm-hmm. And uh, he seems to be putting together a good staff. It, uh, he's bringing back Graham. Most likely, unless he gets the Vikings job. So, I, I love that. Grant's a great defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hoping for Ken Dorsey for offensive coordinator. If not, he's, That's a know, hell of a pick for an offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, if they can get him, that would be huge because then he doesn't really have to have to call plays. But if he does, you know. It is well, I thought they is. officially brought him in. Yeah, it's, not, it's not official yet. Oh, okay. But it, it, they're planning on it. They're trying to unless the Bills, uh, Bills block him from us. So, we'll see. I swear to God, I thought I saw that he's uh he's he's with the Giants. No, nah, nothing's I, official yet. Am I dumb? Nothing's official yet with that. But that that's the normal guy they're trying to get. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as Giants fans, um, it's good. We got we got to kill forty million in cap space, so there's gonna be a lot of cuts. Good players cut that mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be too thrilled about. But that's what happens when we get left in cap hell. <laughs> Um, I'm not expecting a, I'm not expecting a, a playoff season right away next year, but you know, no. Bengals Bengals have four wins. You know, you got hope as a fan. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see if they. Can it took Zach around. Taylor. To, it took Zach Taylor two years to turn that team around. So. Yeah, you know, we'll see if he can build around Jones and the weapons that we have. And if mm-hmm. not, we, we go get our own, our quarterback that they want in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the biggest hire of all, the Josh Las McDaniels. Vegas Raiders. They have hired Josh McDaniels as their next head coach. Thank the Lord that Josh running up the middle on third and long is gone. And I know their Patriots fans who are celebrating this, their Patriots fans are like, we're in trouble. Patriots fans, we are not in trouble. Here's what's going to happen. And here's what should happen. They're going to bring back Bill O'Brien. They're going to do it. Before... You're like, oh, God, Bill O'Brien, look what he did in Houston. 
He was the head coach in Houston. As an offensive coordinator, he's actually pretty damn good at it. He worked with Mac in Alabama. So, you know, right there, there's a connection right there that Bill is definitely going to want right there. So I expect Bill. I expect Bill O'Brien back in New England next year. Um, it'd be great. He can work with Mac. He can definitely make the make the uh, offense better than what it already is. Um, be interesting yeah. to see how see how your staff pans out. We did we did lose our director of player personnel, uh, Ziegler. Uh, he's the GM of the Raiders too. That's a big loss right there. So that that'll be a that'll be a void that needs to be filled. Um, I, I bet I bet you money Joe Judge ends up in Vegas as a special teams coach with. McDaniel's their boy. Oh, 100%. I bet you money on that one. 100%. Yeah. Um, And then, this shockwaves around the NFL. Sean Payton stepped down as the coach of the New Orleans Saints. This was wild to me. Very wild. Uh, He'll be back the Cowboys in a year. Oh, 100%. He'll be back coaching the Cowboys. (laughs) Unfortunately. Don't worry. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then you said you don't like um, All Star games. Are you? Uh, do you no. care? Do you care? No. no exactly. I, I don't care either. Tuned. It was cool to see Mac Jones get. Um, you know, he's he's a he's an alternate in the Pro Bowl now. Um, yeah. Was, that was cool to see as a rookie. But other than that, no one really. I don't really care. No one really cares no. about the Pro Bowl. Um, everyone should care about Bernie and Crest, though, right? Everyone should just care about Bernie and Crest. Yeah. Keep tuning huh? in, and we got big. We're gonna have. Uh... Big we got a, coming up. We got a sure. big show next. We got a big show next week. Super Bowl show should be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have a friend or two with us. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah we'll we'll see what the week brings. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We reached the end once again. Remember to always wash your hands, wear your mask, practice your social distance, and call out all them Karens. They're out there. They are out there. Trust They're me. I saw, there. I saw a few. I saw a few recently. They're out yeah. there. So um, so remember to do all that. See you guys next week.